Good morning, listeners. Today, I begin a series of messages in the month of June centered around the theme, Freedom in Christ. To begin our discussion, we will listen in on a conversation Jesus had with some of his fellow Jews found in John chapter 8. Quoting from the New International Version, we read in verses 31 to 36 the following words. To the Jews who had believed in him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered, We are Abraham's descendants, and have never been slaves of anyone. How can you say that we shall be set free? Jesus replied, Very truly I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. If the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. From this passage, a number of relevant questions come to mind, which I will address as I go along. The first question is, who needs to be set free? Well, according to the passage, everyone, all human beings need to be set free. Romans 3.23 also tells us that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. There is no exception. Everyone, of every age, of every race, of every religion, of every nation, has sinned and the need to be set free from sin. Sin is anything that we think, say, or do that displeases God. Since we have all failed to keep God's law, then we are all sinners, and as such are slaves to sin. Sadly, many persons in the world, like the Jews of Jesus' day, are not aware that they are prisoners and slaves to sin, and therefore their need to be set free. The second question to be answered is, who sets us free? Jesus tells us that he is the only one who can rescue a person from sin. And when he sets us free, we are free indeed. We are permanently saved from the shackles of sin. There is no other way to be freed from sin. Jesus, as the Son of God, has the exclusive right to forgive sins. There is no other person that can provide this freedom, nor is there any good work on our part or any religious duty we can perform that will set us free? Only through an encounter with Jesus, who is the truth, can we be set free. To receive this gift of freedom, we need to believe in Jesus' saving work and express this faith by repenting of our sins. The third question we will answer is, what are we freed from? Since we sin, and hence are slaves to sin, when Jesus sets us free, we are no longer slaves to sin. We are freed from sin in two aspects. We are freed from the penalty of sin, and we are freed from the power of sin. According to Romans 6.23, the payment we deserve for sin is death. Death has two aspects. Firstly, there is physical death, or the first death when the soul leaves the body. Every human being is destined to die this first death. Hebrews 9.27 explains that everyone is destined to die once, 
and after that to face judgment. The other aspect of death is spiritual death, which Revelation 20.14 describes as the second death. This comes about on God's judgment day. This second death is the lake of fire, where anyone whose name is not found written in the book of life will be thrown into this lake of fire. According to Revelation, those who believe the gospel of Jesus and have been set free from sin will have their names recorded in the Lamb's book of life and as such will not experience this second death. But not only are we freed from the penalty of sin, we are also freed from the power of sin. Because of the atoning work of Jesus on the cross, believers are no longer slaves to sin, meaning we are no longer under the control of sin. Sin is no longer our master, so that we obey its commands and give in to temptation. Jesus has now become our new master and Lord. Romans 6.18 tells believers that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness. We now have the power to resist sin and live righteous before God. The fourth question to answer is, what are the personal benefits of being set free? According to Paul in Romans, there are three benefits of being set free. Firstly, we can stand before God as justified. Romans 3.24, Paul states that all believers are justified freely by the grace of God through the redemption that comes by Jesus Christ. This means that as far as God is concerned, those who have been set free have no sin to answer for before God. Romans 5.9 adds, Since we have now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? Jesus has paid up in full before God all the debt that our sin had incurred. Paul puts it this way in 2 Corinthians 5. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Secondly, believers are continually being made holy by the Holy Spirit who lives in them. This is called being sanctified. God's purpose for every believer is that they continually shed the outer garment of the old sinful self, which the Bible calls the flesh, and to be conformed to the image of our Lord. This is a continuous maturing process. However, all believers don't attain unto this mature state at the same pace. God is patient in his pruning process and will not discard any of his saints, no matter how many times they may fail to learn the lessons he is teaching them. Thirdly, believers will one day be glorified. This will occur on the day Jesus returns to collect all that are his own, those whom the Father has given to him. In John 6, Jesus declared that anyone who believes in him has eternal life, and he will raise them up on the last day. On that glorious day, our spirits will be reunited with a resurrected, glorious body. Jesus' promise to us is so certain that believers have no fear of death, neither the first or the second death. We have this sure and certain hope of the resurrection of the dead. Lastly, 
there is still one more important question to answer. What will happen to those who remain slaves to sin? Earlier in his discourse with the Jews in chapter 8, Jesus issued a warning that anyone who does not believe in him will indeed die in their sins. For anyone who dies still a slave to sin, then the only outcome is to face the wrath of God against sin. However, God is patient with all of us. He does not want anyone to suffer his just wrath on sin. So every day that we are alive, he gives opportunity to repent and receive the free pardon for sin. However, he warns in Romans chapter 2 that we must not show contempt for the riches of his kindness, forbearance, and patience, which is intended to lead us to repentance. If we are stubborn and refuse to repent, then we are storing up wrath against ourselves on the day of God's wrath when he executes his righteous judgment against our sin. The Apostle Paul adds further detail in 2 Thessalonians chapter 1 that God will punish those who are still slaves to sin with everlasting destruction and shut them out from the presence and from the glory of his might. If you are hearing this message and have not repented in your hearts, please do so today before it's too late and receive the total freedom from sin that only Jesus can provide. To sum up, I wish to remind you that Jesus Christ came to earth to set captives free. All human beings are born in captivity to sin and continue to live as slaves to sin. He is the only one who can set us free. When he sets us free, we are permanently free from the power and the penalty of sin and stand before God as justified, sanctified, and glorified. Hallelujah. See you next week when we discuss how to live free in Christ.